This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The Toronto Raptors take down the Boston Celtics in double overtime to force a game seven. I'm Sarah Goodwill here with Bobby Manning, Joe Sway Bavone, and Jimmy Toscano. Really an epic game all around was game six. A lot of chances on both ends. We're going to get into all of the drama that was the referees down the stretch. But first of all, I want to talk about, do you think the Celtics blew this game? Did they have enough opportunities that they just didn't take advantage of? No, they, they didn't blow it. The Raptors came out and took this game. Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell in particular, rose to the opportunity in double overtime. And that was a critical decision by Nick Nurse, putting him in there over a center. It's what I want to see. They played small from the fourth all the way through those overtimes. And Tice is great. I like the decision to keep Tice in there, even though the Raptors are going small. He makes key buckets inside. But you see down the stretch, they get the switch onto him, and Tice was moving just a little bit too slow, and Powell was able to get shots off over him, Lowry as well. The critical shot was Lowry over Kemba. And the Raptors just made the shots and created the shots down the stretch of this game that you need to win 50 minutes into a game. And seeing Lowry hit that one at minute 53 of his stint was just like, wow, because that's not a (laughs) super athletic, super in-shape guy, but he grinded this one out classic performance by the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, I mean, you got to give credit to the Raptors for what they did, especially in those double overtimes. Kyle Lowry, wow. I mean, he really did remind me of how special of a player that he is. But you can't forget those uh, epic turnovers from Jason Tatum, which is really not like him to do that down the end of a stretch like that. Uh, The Celtics really relied on him, or at least they were turning to him, led the team in scoring all night long. When other guys were going, it seemed like he was sort of in it, and then he was out of sync a bit. But then he got back into it, and I feel like he was just being a little too stubborn with trying to force the issue inside. I think he didn't want to elect to or at least feel like he was reverting to taking that three-pointer the way Marcus Smart had been doing at times or Jalen Brown. I just think he really wanted to beat these guys off the dribble, get an easy two, or get to the free-throw line. And, of course, it just didn't work out for him. He started dribbling into uh, double-team coverages, uh, really – a handful of cost, costly turnovers that I think did the Celtics in, even though they did have a chance at the very end to pull it out. But of, of course, you got to give props to the Raptors because um, they were able to capitalize on those opportunities and then create some huge, huge plays down the stretch. Yeah, I thought game three and game four, the Celtics beat themselves. And I know that that didn't sit well with Bobby, especially in game four. But I'm not going to say that the Celtics beat themselves in game six. That would be kind of foolish and, and stubborn and blind Celtics homer of me to say that. So I won't say that. I think the Raptors earned this win. I thought the Celtics, obviously, Josue mentioned it. The turnovers were extremely frustrating from Tatum and Brown. Um, something I mean, as good as Brown is, when he has the ball and, he, and he's moving with it, I still like hold my breath because I feel like he can be a little fumbly with the, with the ball in his hands there. And, and it's sure enough, it happened again. He got swiped uh, in that, in that overtime, second overtime there, I think it was. Um, but I think the Raptors and Kyle Lowry, especially, he just showed that he's just a bad man. You know, I mean, this guy is a proven winner, champion, and that's the Kyle Lowry that Raptors fans have been 
telling everybody that, you know, just wait until you see what Kyle Lowry can do. Well, the one thing you want to give the Celtics, you know, knocking the Celtics for is allowing the Raptors to get to a game six and allowing them to play the way they did because now you've got a Raptors team that, you know, has shown what they're capable of and maybe they're feeling good about themselves. But I'm the Celtics. I'm still, feel, I'm still feeling good about going to game seven with the guys I have. So we, we didn't talk about Kemba Walker because you, you live with what you got out of Marcus Smart. You're pleased with that. Jason, uh, Jalen Brown and Daniel Tice. Jason Tatum, like you mentioned, some costly turnovers. But Kemba, again, just 11 shots. I know he was cold from the floor, so that probably prevented him from being as aggressive as he should have been. But just another, like, really terrible offensive outing for him. How much better does he need to be, and how reliant are the Celtics on his performance for, the, for a Game 7 win? It becomes critical because of how poorly Tatum's handling the ball in this series. And when he's that lead man in the pick and roll, he's made too many mistakes here. He's getting blown up. He's over dribbling. Um, and that three-point opportunity they had, I think, in the second overtime where Norman Powell ended up swiping him and ended up winning the game on that play, essentially. I thought he had room to shoot there. So it's that decision-making. Plus Nick Nurse fooling him don't talk the about corner there we're gonna talk about that later but he made too many mistakes and Kemba's not going to do the same the problem is Kemba's getting trapped he's getting swallowed at the rim they're playing box and one on him early in these games so they're taking away mm. from him too the Raptors said we're gonna have Marcus Smart we're gonna have Jalen Brown beat us here and they almost did but taking the ball out of the best two players hands on a team and it plays a big part in the series yeah then Kyle Lowry also plays a part here as well. What he's been doing defensively has just made Kemba a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's forcing them, or I shouldn't say forcing, but challenging Kemba Walker to take more threes, giving him that open space. And what did he do? One for six tonight. So he was really struggling a bit. But you still always had that sense that he's going to be able to flip that switch in the fourth quarter. It didn't happen. I want to see this now in the third quarter in game seven. That, for me, that should be Kemba's assignment. Get things going in the third quarter. You know, right out of halftime, you got that nice little break. Whatever the lead is, whatever the deficit is, it doesn't matter at this point. Can the Celtics please win the freaking third quarter, please? Like, I'm at the point where, like, like six games in a row, I mean, it's impressive. I, I know Toronto Raptors are a tough team on both ends of the floor. But coming out of halftime, you have to show some presence, some sense of urgency. The Celtics had a, a small lead heading into that second half, and it was out the window by the time they head into the fourth quarter. Can't let this happen in game seven. Right now, I think that should be Kemba's assignment. Third quarter, Kemba. I want to see it. I want to see the heart checks again going into game seven. But Kemba's yeah, got to put it on, on his own heart, right? Not, not to say he doesn't have heart out there, but he can't go 0 for 3 to start the first half of game seven. And that's what happened in game six. 0 for 3. I mean, that's after game, after game um, four, was it? We said how much more aggressive he needed to be because he only took, I think it was nine shots. Mm -hmm. And yeah, exactly. And to go 0 for 3 to start the second half, I mean, to start the first half of game six, you're not getting yourself going at all. You're not in any rhythm. You're not in any groove. Everybody else is now looking to get theirs because they're in whatever zone they're in. Jalen Brown takes 18 shots in the first half, and you take three? I mean, come on. Jalen – The defense Ke guides them. I mean, in that, yeah, but, in that fourth quarter – Kemba Walker needs – he needs to adjust. Then. He, they need, the Celtics – or the Celtics need to get him open – or get him sh more shots because he needs to get going. We talk about how Kyle, the, Ra the Raptors go as Kyle Lowry goes. When you can make that same argument for Kemba Walker, he needs to be on his game, getting his guys going, but also getting himself going so that we get cardiac Kemba in a late game situation mm -hmm. right. where you need him to hit a big shot. 
Yeah, I think Kemba needs to force the the Raptors to adjust because once he hits a couple of those three pointers, they're not going to give it to him anymore, and then that's when things get really complicated for the Raptors, as they saw or as we saw, I should say, in Game One. But he he was also able to drive and get to the rim on pick and rolls and 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 those things in previous games. So I'm not saying he needs to get. Well, he does, three pointers. He needs to get to the line. And get to the line and get comfortable that way. The one shot he needed to make was the one at the end of the fourth quarter, oh, yeah. and he he took credit for that too. So, yeah. Well, we'll continue to have all your Boston Celtics coverage leading up to that pivotal and decisive game seven. Will their Let's season go. continue, or will it be a disappointing <laughs> end in the semifinals? We got you covered over on our website at clnsmedia.com, and as always on our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access.